The following is a Cast Wave Studios production. The Internet. The Final Frontier. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to Boldly Going Nowhere, Season 6, Episode 13. It's Valentine's Day. All the couples are getting together, and they're uh, enjoying each other's company. Meanwhile, in the Taco Bell drive-thru, I order extra sauce. And, also, we're going to talk about a little mishap with the Olympic fanfare and uh, just uh, maybe the name of the place it's in. Strap it and sit tight. It's boldly going nowhere. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Boldly Going Nowhere. It's a podcast. You listen to it with your ears. That's right. I'm stealing Colin's line because he's out today. It's just me and Sean doing the show tonight. And welcome to this, your week in geek news. I'm Brian Massey. And I'm Sean Holmes. And today we've got a bunch of news for you. Also, we're going to take it a little bit easier because, as you can see, it's a two-man show tonight. And I think Colin might be a little... Yeah, um, it's a... It's a two-man show. I think Colin might be a little preoccupied. I'm not making any assumptions, but... Um, He's probably... uh I think he's busy with something. Um, I'll give. He's I'll stalling give you, for time. Okay, I'll, hold I'm on. Stalling, I'm stalling for time. I'm giving you an audio cue. He's going to do something like uh-huh. oh. something, something similar. Oh, yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is some weird, wacky, wild, wonderful weird. stuff for you right there. Oh, mm, good. What's on your head? <laughs> yeah. Did you know? So, Brian, how are you this fine um, Wednesday? I bought a hamster. He died. Bear him a shoebox. It's great. It's amazing. Uh, I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm as happy. I, I thought we were starting with Christopher Walken. We are. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm as happy as a clam with a clam and a barbecue with a light sauce. Major great sign. Delicious. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Everybody, everybody all does that. Yeah. Wow. What I what I love is because I was listening to Kevin Pollack uh, do his Christopher Walken impersonation. Pollock. Uh, Pollock? Is it? It's Pollock, right? Yeah, it's Pollock. Like, like uh, doctor, and, doctor, could you check out this this Pollock? You might have to see a dermatologist. <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah. polyp, oh. not a Pollock. And, well, well, same, and if you have one of those, I would suggest yes, go get that checked out immediately because that could be hazardous to your health. Um, I don't know why I'm hamming it up as Carson tonight. I, I just I'm 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 in the zone. Well, I want to, you know, Ed. I just, I want to do it. It's amazing. Um, I, I agree with you, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, sir. Um, but um, <laughs> it was funny because going back to Kevin Pollack, because um, I was listening to a YouTube uh, interview with him. Um, he was talking about how like the best because he's been told that he does the best Christopher Walken impersonation. Right. So far, as much as Christopher Walken has told him, he does the best Christopher Walken impersonation. So. Um, one of the things that he always says when he's interviewed, it doesn't matter if it's Letterman or um, Conan or anybody, um, he straight up says the best way to do walk-in is that you just have to get into it to the point where, like, you know, you might be just doing the voice for a couple of hours. And on top of that, um, when he's asked a question, there's no constant stream of consciousness. He's just going whatever. So it's like, for instance, it could just be like, you know, hey, walk- hey, Christopher, how are you today? It's like... Did you know that you could check in the Khloe Kardashian's ass on Foursquare? <laughs> I was mad for a week. And I'm like, th- th- that's the best way to do it. Frankenstein doesn't scare me. But my stupils do. Because they're fast. 
Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It doesn't scare me. Kangaroos. Um, there's a funny pouches. Speaking of that, there's a funny story where like I was always able to make my mom and dad laugh by doing a walk-in impersonation because you know you gotta got it. You don't, baby. It's and, amazing. And um, so <laughs> I guess it was Halloween, and we, we were talking or whatever, and I might have been just a little bit drunk, but I was just like. Out of nowhere, I was just like, you know, I, I love Halloween. It's amazing. I love it. Ghosts, goblins, oh, goblins, boo, and like that, that boo just got them rolling. <laughs> boo. <laughs> no, I think I think he, he gets a little inflection in there. If you want to do the boo, yeah. ghosts and goblins, goblins. boo, 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 <laughs> boo. Like a little because it has to just be like it just boo. has to. It can't be like boo. It's like boo. boo. <laughs> Because <laughs> right? I was I've been watching um I think I got I forgot what it was what channel it was. I think it was uh it was um it might might have been like the Verge or something. Uh-huh. or one of those like Vanity Fair, one of those YouTube channels where they just have the white background and they you know they interview certain people. And huh, one of those, con- huh? More 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 white than this. That's racist. Yeah, Anyways, continue. I, I, like I noticed, continue. Like, it's off. It's off center. This. The, the, okay. Yeah, for, I, by I think, the way, I think mine's a little darker than yours in terms of white. And if you, well, to be fair, I'm white. white to be fair, I'm white. You're pink. So I am pink. <laughs> so pink, pink. What's wrong with pink? There's a uh, pink, pink in your thing. I have I have no rebuttal for that. Anyways, um, so we were talking. I, about, I stole that from Bounden. Okay, so <laughs> it's a picture so, shirt. So we were talking about what again? You're talking. You're talking. Oh, we're talking about um, Christopher Walken. Walken. It's talking about the, the, man, the myth. Walken. And now your parents were laughing so hard. And, they peed. And a they, little bit of pee just came out. It was and Gene Jans would take your crap. <laughs> we did not expect the wash day at the Massey household, <laughs> but clearly quarters were taken out. Uh, they. I went to the grocery store. They ran out of Tide Pods. Stupid kids eating them. You're not laundry. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you ate a bunch of tiny clothes inside you. I don't know why you're doing it. I just, I just like just, just just somebody with like tiny little fucking shirts. And it pants just is Christopher on. Walken is like pausing there for what seems forever, and then he just holds the tie. He just he just looks at the Tide Pod aisle. It's empty, and he just goes, "Wow!" I don't know why that makes me laugh. Wow, wow! I didn't know demand and supply was so bad. <laughs> Clearly, I guess I use. You the, need to take better numbers. I guess I use the. The other powder. I use store brand. I'm not a big fan of great value. Because <laughs> the value's there, but it ain't that great. <laughs> I um, can go for a schnitzel. Yeah. All right. Um, mm. So so I want you to, to talk about, at least let's get into our main story tonight oh yes absolutely well uh, going into our new story for the day everybody um as you all know the olympic games are currently being held in south korea um most notably it's held in pyeongchang um which is about i don't know 80 miles east of um seoul south korea seoul and as you know it's got seoul, baby um so our story comes from people People food. Um, people. 
And this involves a uh, Chicago ABC affiliate. Um, they apologized Monday after a logo appeared behind Weekend anchor Mark Rivera on Saturday that advertised the South Korean host city of the Winter Games as P.F. Chang's. I've got nothing. Um, <laughs> it's like running with a soft drink. One user tweeted, America would definitely take the gold in the binge eating event at the P.F. Chang Olympics. Uh, another added, I may not be an athlete competing in Pyongyang, but I definitely compete in P.F. Chang's. First and foremost, Pyongyang is in North Korea, sir. Um, but yeah. Um, <laughs> P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's. I, I like, because someone posted this on, on to, on to well, one of the comments uh, I made. Like right. one of these statuses I made about the Olympics, uh-huh. and he's like, at least it's not bad as this. And he posted like them making them like not like spelling it wrong, putting PF Changs. And I was about to put because I was looking for South Park PF Changs, and that's what I was typing into the GIF animator. What popped up was Cartman like dressed up like very, very, very offensively with with the rice hat and the and the, and right. the buck teeth and and. You know the the must the, the paper thin mustache, right? <laughs> I wanted to get Randy just eating PF Changs, going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because <laughs> yeah. he when he was trying to gain up enough uh, courage for the uh, the fight the, or whatever, right? the, the, not the fight to poop. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, right. I remember that. Oh my god, <laughs> but that's just like, how could you PF Changs who? That had to be on purpose. I can't believe people are that stupid enough. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. We are That's... not. We are not the greatest generation by far. I tell you that. <laughs> holy, holy dog shit. Ours was the most weird of the generations. We. Oh my god. Ours was the most weird generation. You know, it's it's hard to defend ourselves sometimes, man. Because it's like you know, it's like, hey, we're not stupid. We're not dumb. And then this no, kind not. of shit happens, and it's like, <sighs> all right, whatever. All right. Let's... Oh. So yeah, that's right. Be sure to watch the PF Chang Olympics on NBC exclusively uh, all throughout the next week and a half. So I have a a story for you. Okay, <laughs> it involves <laughs> that's funny. Go my on. hell in retail. Uh, okay, but is that still going on? My hell in retail. Thank you, John Williams. Uh, thank you, John Williams. Um, hopefully, we don't get flagged for that. I hope not. Yeah, because it's Olympics. Who cares? Eh. It could be NBC. Be, NBC be, might be, care a lot. They might care a lot. Who knows? Um, so, what happened? We'll, we'll just say, this is older German lady. Um, I work at an optical store in Maryland. Is her name Frida? <laughs> no. I, let's say uh, Gertrude. Gert- All right, Gertrude. Gertrude. You so Gertrude. Uh, uh, I sold this this old lady. Uh, she's very sweet, but kind of senile because she's like a hundred something. Uh-huh. And she, I, I sell her some some off the rack sunglasses because her distance works fine. Mm-hmm. And she just needs something to kind of wear. So I like I pick out like this cheap thirty nine dollar pair uh-huh. of sunglasses, and I clean them up. I put them in the case. We you know she purchases them. You know, pays like forty one or whatever. whatever she right. And I gave her a receipt. I put it in the case. I double-checked it. The, you know, they're big sunglasses, so they fit just in the case. And I shut them and gave right. it to her. Uh, next, the next week, so this is like two days ago, uh-huh. 
she comes in and I'm like I'm with a customer and then she's I'm hearing in the background. Why did she give me these crap glasses? Why he sold me the glasses? He sold them to me. I don't understand. And she's making this big stink. Everyone's getting like you know like how someone's yelling at someone else, but you can just feel the tension in the room. Like you can taste it. Like it's it's like it's oh yeah it has texture. Been there, done that. <laughs> she's yelling up and down, swearing up and down. Like and then like my God bless her, my my, my associate. She uh, she was like she's like. Uh, you know, I've never seen these glasses before. I'm just hearing it. And now, now me and my customer are starting to talk about the the crazy lady is yelling. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, finally, Kendra is just like, I need you to deal with her. <laughs> and it's like, I'll take over your transaction. So I'm like, I walk, o- I walk over there and she's like, she's like, why did you give me these glasses? I'm like, I had never seen those glasses before my knife she goes i don't believe you are lying to me you are lying to me and i'm just like no i have never seen these glasses before these sunglasses before in my life they're like these like what she was handing me was something that's very ancient very looks like it was an old pair of sunglasses back when the style used to be small so i'm just like that's not what's current and that's not what i would give you if it go if it comes off the rack i clean it personally and de allows it like basically sanitize it with alcohol and then i'll give it to you right and then she's like <laughs> and like i put in the case and again and i actually pulled out of the drawer i'm like it was a case that looked like this the case that you brought those in i've never seen before in my life mm-hmm. and then she couldn't believe it i'm like how about this I'll, I'll order one of these i'll order the same exact thing that that i i still gave to you even though you don't believe me and we'll compare it how about that about four hours later she comes in. I found them. They are in my dresser. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She apologized. Oh wow! And, well, I, then, I, and and then and then I was just like, wow, you know, just yeah. like that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm like, you should have fucking checked <laughs> yourself. But it was just funny. I don't know. It was just hilarious. That doesn't seem like I don't know. It's I'm, not. It's not a Helen retail story. It was more more like. It never happens. That never right. that when never someone comes in and, and says, right. "I'm sorry right. for making a stink," which is that right. like, "I'm sorry for making a stink." I, yeah, I've never gotten that. Uh, I've gotten accused of a couple of things that were never true um, personally because I've I've, been, I've worked retail before too. Yeah, and um, uh, you deal with you deal with customer service every day. You well, understand. yeah. Well, I'm talking like you know face to face kind of crap. Yeah. Um, and I feel like statute of limitations has you know. Um, subseded enough that I don't expect it because, like, whatever, you know, like that. I number one, I seriously doubt that they're listening, and number two, if they are, even still, I don't give a fuck, whatever. And I didn't um, mention any names. I mean, I'm, I'm Gertrude, not gonna, but that's that's a fake name, right? I'm not going <laughs> to mention any names, but I will tell you one uh, customer hell experience I had was when I was working um, at First Data in Hagerstown, and I'm not going to again name names, but. This was when I got hired on as a chef, and a um, couple of days they would put me on the on the cash register because you know, hey, I need to be able to handle all assets of whatever. I did everything there. You know what I mean? I did prep, I did freezer, I did walk in, I did you know, um, well, I did walk in earlier. Um, I do, uh, I did on the grill, and then I did, um, you know, the cash counter. And so one day. Um, 
while I'm working there um, as I'm talking to somebody. By the way, they were wearing like this really cool Doctor Who shirt, and we were talking Doctor Who for a little bit. Uh, I get another customer in line, and um, she happens to be a black woman. Now, the, or the the early the person before that was just a white dude, whatever. And we were just you know like, oh yeah, totally. And then like I'm talking to her, and I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. And like I'm not you know at the same level, I guess, as with him because I was like, oh yeah, I totally watched that episode. Blah 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 blah. Um, so she, she noticed that apparently she went to my manager and she accused me of being racist. Oh, and, um, well, what, 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 what did, did you say anything? No, I simply said, all right, that's going to be blah, 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 blah. Um, you will be paying cash or credit and here you go and have a great day. But because I wasn't as enthused about like, cause we were talking about an episode while I was still doing my work or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, totally. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. And like, I was really excited about that. And then I went back to my normal level of like, okay, let me help you out with that. Whatever. Right. You know, different interactions between people. That's just the way that shit works like that. Um, she took that as I was not as excited to see her as I was my friend who talks Doctor Who with me. She goes to my manager. She um, accuses me of being racist and not treating <laughs> her, a black woman, the same as I was treating uh, him, a white man. And I sit in the well, office. I guess you want some free shit. I, I sat in the office for 30 minutes talking to my manager about why we need to make sure that all of our interactions are the same and monotone. And even though treat, they didn't believe treat that treat everyone they, equally bad, <laughs> they didn't believe they didn't believe that I was racist or anything like that. But what did we learn here? And I'm like, oh my fucking god! Like I hate corporate so goddamn much, dude. I fucking hate it. This is why I want this to blow up and be so big. Yeah, because I want to so do we this don't, for a living. Don't have to, you know, deal with. Yeah, because oh god, I'm so sick and fucking tired. Because like I think I, I think it's safe to say like I'm not going to say that we all hate our jobs. Because God, God forbid, we don't. But like, given those or doing this for a living, oh yeah, this most definitely. I mean, that's a no-brainer. I, without without even a question, I wouldn't. Even, I wouldn't even. Yeah. I wouldn't even blink. If, yeah. if, if 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 I had to sacrifice some things, and right. some saying you could do this on a living, and you could pay your rent. And pay for your car, and you know, right. pay for all this living expenses. I mean, and yeah. I'm just like, if if that happened, and plus, I'm like, yeah, and your bonuses, uh, you know, you don't, you make the same amount you do now, and you're doing this. Right. And I'm like, I would, in a heartbeat, if I'm, if I'm making the same heartbeat, am- if I'm making the same amount here that I'm making at work, it's it's not even a question, right? Because then I can pay for, you know, I can pay for a car, I can pay for my rent, I can do all that because I still need to get a car. So it's like, you know. How's that? How's that going? By the way, have you have been searching or? I've been searching. Uh, I, I really kind of want to try and get like a Toyota or something because you know I was looking at a, a bunch of like different diagnostics and sheets and whatnot, and it's shown that Toyotas are typically the. Um, there's a list actually of. Yeah, let's uh, talk about cars. I really want. I want. Yeah, I we like, haven't talked cars. Yeah, we haven't talked cars yeah. in like we never talk cars. We never talk cars. Not even not even off the podcast. Right. Um, I was actually looking at a list, and uh, it showed that the cars that typically, on average, um, cost the least to maintain over a period of like 10 to 20 years are Toyotas. What do I drive? Right. <laughs> and I, like, I feel I, like it's I, because... I drive, I drive a Yaris, and I, I will tell you without a doubt, um, to, I have had a to, Toyota. This is, my, this is my second Toyota, my fourth car. Right. 
And I will tell you without a doubt, it is the most reliable. You just basically, you take care of it and it will drive you. Right. This, it will take care of you. And the only time I'm even questioning, even questioning beyond a doubt to, to switch from Toyota is my interest in Tesla right now. Right. Mainly because I test drove one. I mean, but at the same time, like realistically, Toyota's your best bet. Right. Yeah, they're they're really easy to maintain. Um, in terms of you want to get like used, used, barely used. I got mine with ten thousand miles on it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that much. So I really think that that's like that's awesome for you. Yeah, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Okay, so we have a couple of lists here, uh, and I think these are all from your mechanic. Um, so there's a list here stating um, unusually common car issues. And uh, let's just talk about this real fast. I'll talk about the top five issues uh, by frequency. Uh, so it says here, Mercury, the fuel pump, uh, the frequency <laughs> is by about 28 times uh, more likely to happen. Uh, than with other cars. Uh, with Chrysler, they have exhaust gas Chrysler. recirculation EGR valves um, that t- fail all the time. I can tell you right now, my dad had a um, he had a Chevrolet Colorado, and it was like a 2012 model. And I looked it up after he got the car, and I think he got it like used, or it was like I think it was my grandpa's because he he had just passed away. Okay. And. Um, I looked it up, and sure enough, it's on the list of like you know most unli- unreliable cars of that of that year. And I'm like, Dad, you might need to you know take a look at that car because it looks like this thing you know fails all the time. And he's like, Nah, that's fine. And sure enough, like next week, it like <laughs> the chassis like snapped off or some shit. I can't remember, but it's like it's like he had he had a bunch of issues with that truck. And I mean, honestly, I'm just trying to do as much research as I can to get myself a car. I really don't want a sedan. Hmm. Um, just because, I, I don't know, ever since I was a kid, man, I was like, sedans are fucking boring. They are so goddamn boring. Like, I, you know, like, when it comes to cars, I get excited by, like, trucks and, like, SUVs and stuff like that. I want, I don't necessarily the, the, want a, the, the Ford Raptor. Yeah, I don't necessarily want a huge car, but I want something that, you know, um, I can haul shit with. Because you know me, I like to you know like I like to be able to haul stuff around. And one of the reasons why I want to get a truck is so that when we go to conventions, we have that extra space to be able to transport stuff. Even if I just get a tonneau cover over the top of it, you know, we can put computers and we can put like storage and stuff in so, there. So here I have, um, and I'm just going to do a quick click and clack voice here. Which models require the most unleashed maintenance in a long run? Uh, based on um, maintenance costs of the first 150,000 miles. Uh, the most expensive is <laughs> the Ford Mustang. Uh-huh. Um, no, I'll stop that now. The most expensive the Ford Mustang at $27,000 for, for the first 150 miles. These I'll, I'll, na- I'll name the top four. So BMW 328i, $25,000. Ford Explorer, 23000 Jeep Grand Cherokee. The Jeep Grand Cherokee. That's racist. Um, $22,900. That, that is a racist. And then, all right, let's go Let's go through the least expensive. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Toyota Prius. 
Prius. Prius? It's a, it's a Prius. Uh, Not Prius. I, I, it's Prius in, in Britain. The Toyota Prius. Well, this is America, son. 6700. Uh, I'm sorry. I've been watching way too much Top Gear and Grand, Grand Tour. I'm never uh, going to correct that. Um, okay, fair enough. Nissan Versa, 85. And then they start getting up around the Hondas. Uh, Honda Fit, 10,000. Toyota Yaris, 10,300. 10, 10, 10, and then Corolla right after that. Yep. So, like... If my car is in the and like you got Toyotas in the the like the number one spot, yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. Um, I'm surprised in terms of in terms of like maintenance cost. Right. You think that would be more because of all the electrical like uh, composites there, right? But you know, maybe, maybe like it doesn't have to use as rigorous of an engine it doesn't use the engine all the time right so maybe that's the that, that might have a lot lower. to do with it actually um the battery that I mean, if you're getting it new right so yeah the tacoma oh my gosh you, you the one the one i think is awesome and like i'm i'm so sad that we don't have it is the toyota the the, the toyota hilux we oh, have yeah. we have the bastardized version which is the tacoma Right, but if you look up Hilux, you'll you'll see you'll see the you'll see the the difference. It was Hilux, yeah, Hilux. <laughs> Hi, uh, yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, is this the um, the car that doesn't die? This is the one that uh, Clarkson was trying to kill. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm just like <laughs> I have oh, such wow, respect yeah. for the car that doesn't <laughs> it doesn't die. It is just. You can put it through pretty much anything, and it just—it's a little champ. But these are these are only in the UK, right? But that's the—that's a disappointing thing. They're only in the UK. They're what? only sold okay. in European markets, and they're not—they're—they're they're, the the American version is totally. You think we in the American version in terms of trucks? You think we would have the better version? But no, mm. the better versions in the UK. Uh, that doesn't mean that doesn't even make any goddamn sense. It doesn't. Like, it doesn't. Like, and I'm like. Why? Okay, let's talk about this real fast because, like, everything that I know about, you know, Britain and whatnot, okay? Here's the thing. Uh, and I do have a couple of – I do have a couple of British friends that I can, you know – like, I've talked to them about this before. I'm like, how many trucks do you typically see in and around London? And they're like, not at all, mate. Like, no, not at all. You know, like, no. We, what, we, fuck off. Fuck off. No, no, no. You'd be no. lucky to see a car, let alone a truck. You know, I'm like, okay. So, um – I'm like, I don't know, maybe this is going to be up around, like, you know, uh, farmland and stuff like that. But, like, I just I, – I hear Great Britain, and then I hear truck, and I'm like, does not compute. Until you see the Hilux. Yeah. And that's the I'm, – I'm saying it's an outlier. It's an outlier among, among what, what's, what's offered over there. Um, but, but, yeah, I'm – like, I think, yeah. like, once you get your license uh-huh. – you have to, and and I have to go with you on this, just to see your expression and to see see, just your the, your your face. You have to go test drive a Tesla. Okay, it's free. You make the appointment online for free, and you go down there mm-hmm. and test drive like a Model S or Model X. Okay, like the 150D, like the the one that's like it's in that does ludicrous mode that does zero to right. six the zero to sixty in like four seconds. Ooh. And it's like, it's so amazing. It's it's such like a transcendent type of thing. So, 
So yeah, I mean, I I think you do well with a truck. Um, something that's that's gonna be something's gonna be decent. Yeah, you know, Tacoma. That's not bad. I'd get a black one, definitely. It's not yeah, bad. Yeah, black black's black's your color. Yes, it is. You're goddamn right, it is. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. Like that's that's twenty thousand. That that's twenty one thousand dollars right there. Yeah, I would. I wouldn't. You know, it's it's one of those things like you have to like save up for a good big down payment, so your uh, you know your you know, other payments are going to be yeah. lower. Why is it saying that my CarMax store is in Newark, Delaware? Um, Actually, hold on, because that does make a little more sense. Although there is one over by Shady Grove, so even still, I'm like, no, that makes no sense. Because every no. time that we go over to the metro to go down to DC. Um, which, by the way, we'll probably be doing that for AwesomeCon. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. we, you, you, we, they always drive by the CarMax yeah. thing. And, oh, God, it's like miles of cars. Yep. I'm just like... I almost hmm. want to stop there like the Sunday after uh, AwesomeCon and just like check out some of the cars. Because like, God knows I need to, A, finalize my license. I've been through classes. Um, I, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about this on the show. I um, don't think we have. Okay. Brian, um, Brian you, 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 I think you need a car, but the, here's the problem. And this is this is one of the things that that this is one of the hurdles that you're that you're going through yes. is that is that okay. getting your driving time you have to drive with someone else with the, who is who is licensed mm-hmm. and it is is hard as hell because mm-hmm. you know if you're not under like the you're not on the insurance it really it just it right. fucking sucks. So I think what I need to do is the cl- the, the the place that I went, um, which is right down the road from me. Um, does offer for some obscene price uh, to be able to uh, be in the car with you to get your hours. And I got like maybe one or two hours with Sean one day. Um, I still need to get a couple of hours, and I still kind of want to get some practice in uh, just because I haven't driven in a while. I do know how to drive. I will say that much right now. Um, but as far as finalizing my license, I do need to get that done soon. And uh, part of the reason why I never got it is because um, if you play sad music, I swear to God, I'm going to hurt you. Um, no, no, I'm pulling, I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up the uh, the commercial break. Okay, because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting I for like dream. Do 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 do. I know I don't even have like, that. No, here. I'm, I, I'm just I'm putting a stop to it before it even happens. Um, <laughs> but I will say, you know, I got I, I aced the test. I I aced the written like a some bitch. You know what? Fuck you, kids. <laughs> Every time you're on the show, no, 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 bite me. <laughs> one of these days, someone's going to chop his hand off because <laughs> he just pressed one button too many. Um, but yeah, I just, um, I don't know. It's something that I'm working on, and I do know that we kind of wanted to like film a series around that. Hmm. Where it was like, a Brian learns to drive. And, uh, <laughs> <it> can, tonight, <laughs> tonight on Top Gear, Brian learns how to drive the Toyota Tacoma. Brian learns how to drive the Toyota Tacoma. Yep. And look, here comes Captain Slow. Um, <laughs> it's Colin. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> he is Captain Slow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I'm Richard Hammond. And I'm the American. That's right. He's the hamster. Um, I am the hamster. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's Has kinda, anyone seen my bedding? It's weird because it's like when we're when we're on BGN, like because we okay, 
like, yeah, because we we're, we do two other shows together, and usually we're on topic there. But here is just free form, and because Colin's not here, it's like I don't know. I feel like the show's taking on a different dynamic tonight. It is even more it's, so it's than very like, different. Even more so than say like Batcast or Prime Directive. Even I, I feel like we need we need we need a break to 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 reexamine. Yeah, we the, do the next half of the episode because it really dived into like all right, just conversations about. Well, I got my taxes next week, and I was done doing everything right. else, and then, and then I got my other thing. Greetings and salutations, und Mata and Vater. You want to support this podcast? Simply go to patreon.com slash castwavestudios, and you can do just that, und do me ganz. Help us in the best way possible, and you get und privileges to make your friend jealous. Schnell, schnell! Go to undpatreon.com slash Studios. Well, hello. This is a commercial for castwavestudios.com slash Amazon. It is the best way to shop for anything on your wish list. Shopping through Cashwave Studios is the best way to help us without paying any extra. Remember, click the Amazon tab at castwavestudios.com. This is Casey Kasem saying grab your balls and reach for the stars. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Zach Patterson with Castwave Studios. And this is Sean Holmes. And we're here to plug our new movie podcast, Post Credit Podcast. Every episode, Sean, Rocky Diamond, and myself will hit you with movie news, discussion, and movie reviews. Yeah, we were uh, getting ready to watch a bunch of movies here, so so uh, I think we should start up with Batman v Superman: The Director Cut. No, Sean. Why, no, well, I think it's no. a highly underrated movie. Under no, Sean. No, Batman v Superman in this house. Why? Why, why not? I don't understand. Why not? Why, why? Why? Yes. What's good about that movie? Nothing is good about that movie. The plot is all over the you place. You can find our Superman show does at credit Podcast at castwaystudios.com. Just click the picture of PCP. As Lex Luthor, he shoves a Jolly Rancher in a dude's mouth. All right. Do you just want to watch Rogue One? Oh hell yeah! I love Rogue One. And we're back, everybody. We're back. A dinosaur story. Mm-hmm. John Goodman was in that one. Yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember. So let's go ahead and start off the second segment of our show with a trailer for Batman Ninja, which is going to be a direct to uh, DVD. Oh, Batman Ninja. Yes. It's mm. going to be a direct to DVD uh, uh, video. It, it's it's weird because they're doing – they just did Gotham by, Gats, Gotham by Gaslight. Yeah. But this, I believe, this is a completely different, um, you know, intellectual property because I honestly don't remember uh, this being a manga at all or being a comic at all. Um, but what we're gonna watch, uh, there was already a official trailer and it was all in Japanese. This is gonna be the English trailer. Um, yeah, I've seen the I've seen the Japanese trailer. But uh, let's go so ahead. So I'm really curious as to. Uh, yeah. Well, let's cue this up and English. let's get this watched. <laughs> Look of it, this is ancient Japan. Oh, 
our master has ordered us to kill him on sight. The Joker. That's right, Bats. We'll leave you with us, Master Bruce. They're all trying to take over this country and rewrite history. Is that Kevin? No, it's not, but it's... it sounds this like Kevin. It. The Batmobile, the Batwing, the Batcycle. They've all been destroyed at the hands of the Joker. But I have my mind, my spirit, and all of you. Oh, this looks really cool. Oh, man. When the country is in chaos, a foreign ninja wearing the mask of a bat will come and oh. restore order to our land. Great Shinobi from across the Sea of Time, Lord Batman. What? I want to see that, that so looks bad. Amazing! Oh, that looks so good. Mm, that was my Valentine's wow. Day gift for myself. By the way, I loved that. Um, <laughs> I loved that he did a fucking jutsu for fucking Naruto. He did. He did one of those fuckers where it's like I don't even fucking remember how you do it, but it's like like wow, like one of these guys, like you know from like Naruto and shit huh. when they're doing the fucking hand bullshit that was that was cool that was so cool um i think okay so some of my favorite parts of that are just just first and foremost the music is uh, oh my god the music is great um i love stuff like that because i like the visuals oh my god they're so the visuals look i want that oh it looks like it looks like you know remember when they did um they redid or i'm not sure apple seed yeah, remember, remember when they redid it in that in that kind of like three D type of cartoon thing? Right, it looks like that, but it's improved. It has almost like I'll a stop you, motion type of thing. To I'll tell it. you what it kind of looks like, to be honest with you. What? It kind of looks like a uh, different version of the Batman Telltale games. Right. Yeah, but but they're using that three D model kind of. They're stuff. using the three D yeah. model. It just it just looks more serious, more crisp, and more oh, clean. Man. It looks good. And I, I I just love. I mean, I know it's not Mark Hamill because usually they get Mark Hamill in to be the Joker in a lot of these. But like, but honestly, that laugh, I, that laugh, like it works for this okay. version of the Joker so well. I don't even know who the guy is that did that. Hold on, Batman Ninja. Let me see here. Batman Ninja English cast. Batman Ninja English cast. Okay, Brian's googling something. Absolutely. Um. Oh my God. Like, like this Joker is just so cool. I hope that they make this a series because honestly, this is amazing. Okay. Um. So the voice cast for Batman Ninja in uh, Japan. It's Batman is going to be played by Koichi Yamadera. And the English voice actor is Roger Craig Smith. The Joker is played in Japan by Wataru Takaki. And then the English voice actor is Tony Hale. Uh, and I wonder what that guy has done in the past. Um, let's take uh, Tara Strong is playing Harley Quinn again, right on. Of course. Um, so Tony Hale, he is. Oh my God. Oh, he, uh, he was in uh, 1517 to Paris as a gym teacher. He is uh, Buster yeah, Bluth in Arrested Development. Yeah. He's playing the Joker. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Go figure. That's awesome. Where have I... I mean, uh, besides the other one, where have I seen him before besides Arrested I'm Development? I'm not entirely uh, certain. Uh, yeah, he's been in a bunch of other things I, I've seen. He was in Dante's Inferno, The Tale Here's, of Despero. I think more 2000s. Um, <laughs> he was in Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector, Get Her Done. Um, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, Jack Dibbs. Yep. 
And uh, oh god, yoga hosers. That Ang- was awful. Angry Birds movie, Transformers: The Last Night. <laughs> I mean, you know what? The fifteen seventeen, the Paris it was Coach Murray. It was just. Oh my gosh! Did I ever did I ever talk about that movie? Um, you talked about it in the car with us, and um, <laughs> you you said that it sucked. It no. It, it, here's the here's the thing, and I there's certain parts of it are amazing. I give every credit to Clint Eastwood in terms of like kind of directing this, but in terms of like some of the act, the acting, like mm-hmm. not using the non actors, even though it's cool, use the actual people, which made which made the scene at the end even more awesome, right? But you you know, I I just I it wasn't my it wasn't my cup of tea per Wikipedia. Besides it for the last fifteen minutes, it was it was very like right. it was very much like hot fuzz. Where the last fifteen minutes are amazing, and right. the rest of it's kind of like the eh. rest of it's kind of like. Eh. Well, eh. no, actually, no, I don't feel that way about hot fuzz. But hold that thought because I do. Um, when it comes to Wikipedia, and we'll get back to that. Um, when it comes to Wikipedia, it says here for the critical response uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a twenty four percent based on one hundred and seven reviews and an average rating of four point three out of ten. And it says here, the fifteen seventeen to Paris pays clumsily well intentioned tribute to an act of heroism, but by casting the real life individuals involved, uh, director Clint Eastwood fatally undermines his own efforts. Um, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I can kind of, I already know exactly what kind of um, movie you, I'm getting you, into. You know, it, it was, when I hear it that. was part after school special, right? Part, um, you know, thriller because because of the end. Part right. you know the you know, like war movie, and part um, somebody feed Phil. Right, I don't know. Um, I'm like, and when I say the somebody feed Phil, the after school special, that's majority of the movie in right. terms of like travel, like Anthony Bourdain knows reservations type of thing. Right, that's what it felt like. Okay, okay, because because um, they were just traveling the place places. There's a scene where they got gelato. I heard, and this was like, oh wow, gelato! And you got you got to see what everyone what everyone's flavor was, and you got you sat through the order. It was kind of like you know in the room. <laughs> oh yeah, let me get this, and then like no like one two, was saying two customers come through, and then Johnny comes on set, and it's like why? Part, part of me was saying like Clint Eastman wasn't wasn't saying no right. to them, which I wouldn't say no to them either because there's some badass guys, right? But at the same time, like there's got to be like a couple you, of executives that are like there's there's they're saying there's no. There's a certain thing they're saying no, and then there's directing a film. There was one part in the movie, and, I, and this is not really spoiling anything at all. But throughout the entire movie, when you get to know this character, do cause they this, survive? Because this because this movie's very like let's ex, let's ex, for this majority of the movie, let's expand the character, mm-hmm. and then throughout the later chunk, um, the shit will the shit will happen. So about like mid, oh, I think like in terms of almost the end of kind of like care develop, character development of for him in terms of the flashbacks, he's go they go up to the top in this rooftop in Venice. He whips out a cigarette and just starts smoking on the top of Venice. You, it, it was never established before this character smoked, and it never established before his father smoked. Mm-hmm. But he just popped out a cigarette and starts smoking. I'm like, and then he starts going. Oh yeah, um, you know, man, life is just leading you towards this one moment, man. Like, like he was like, I need to speak a line for the trailer, right? <laughs> like, and and in Maine, I was just like, what? <laughs> this makes no sense, gelato. Okay, club in Amsterdam. 
okay, is are you gonna meet a person there? Meet a random stranger in 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 uh in Venice, and then she travels with you to Amsterdam. What? Yeah. Like this is crazy. You know, it's like life is just leading to you like one minute, so, one moment, one moment. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know what else to say apart from that. I I didn't have to pay for that movie, so that's good news. But some people paid fourteen dollars to see this. You know I love you, Rain. I'm never gonna stop loving you. I, I know. Tell me you won't leave me, Michael. I won't. I, I won't. And while while we're while we're here, and it's uh, it's Valentine's Day, and Brian and I are single, single, and recording podcasts instead. <laughs> Just kidding. I uh, know uh, this is this is a grand slam. I'm having fun. I'll never forget you, me. <laughs> um. I never forget me, me, <laughs> me, me. Um. So let's go Nintendo back. Nintendo news. Oh yes, we have a little bit of Nintendo news. I'm sorry though, you didn't like Hot Fuzz. I liked the last 15 minutes. Were awesome, awesome. Mm. The rest of it, I'm like, I don't like horror. Okay. I just don't. So, like, it was, I don't know. I just don't like horror. I never did. I just, I it never, it never, it's not something like, it doesn't get my, um, I don't know, it doesn't get my, my, my grill going. Doesn't get, know. it doesn't get your noodle wet. Doesn't get my noodle wet. Um, doesn't float my boat. I don't know, it just doesn't, it doesn't it does, agree it with It doesn't me. tickle your pickle. I, I don't know. Like, like some people yeah. like, well, you should watch with a girlfriend, man. I'm like, well, <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like what else? Does, hi, say hi talk? to my girlfriend. Hi, <laughs> we've known each other for a very long time. Like, um, yeah, you know what? I I don't know. Before we get into this other thing, um, I will say I do I do like horror. Um, I'm not a horror head like a lot of people are. You know how like people like I don't know. You know how typically when you have a horror fan, you know they obviously list off names like Kane Hodder and Wes Craven and shit like that. Um, you know, and I like I like horror. Um. I'm not, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I don't get a hard on for horror, but I like horror. Um, I like horror from a, you know, technical standpoint because I love what people do. I, I love how I love I how can't. creative people get with it because when you look at like I don't know trauma films, when you look at stuff like trauma, you, you films, know, you know what horror movie I liked? What's that? The Relic. The Relic. Because there was a sen- there was science fiction and suspense, right? Okay. Because there was reason. If, if there's a scientific reasoning behind something, and and how everything lines up in terms of like if we're getting emotionally vested in these characters, and not just some bunch of random teens, right? Then then I'm like, okay, I can you know I can go with them with this journey. I feel emotionally connected, mm-hmm. and I do enjoy the test and technical aspects of as well. But at the same time, like horror movies, like. We all know what's gonna happen, right? There's gonna be a jump scare. This person's gonna mm-hmm. die because they walked into the cabin, and it's so freaking predictable. I know, but and it's just like, oh, and they got psychological horror. We don't know what's gonna happen next. And I'm just like, well, is there anything? Is there any person to root for through throughout this journey? Does he make it to the end? And most of the time in horror movies, I found is that the the person at the end is just like. You know, and it's kind of it. It leaves off kind of like open ended, and I and never. And that's the part I really never enjoyed. Right. So I I don't know. I just the horror movies never really get my. 
Do you know which horror movie I absolutely fucking hated? Who? An American what? Haunting. I fucking hated that movie. American because, Haunting? Because, oh, yeah, it's who, got, was, who was that? Um, Donald that? Sutherland, Sissy Spacek, um, James Darcy, Rachel Hurd Wood. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a film that I believe is set in the 70s. And let's see here. Oh, fuck. I don't care. I don't, whatever. Um, it, it opens in present time. Let me, with a ter- let me look at the... Uh... Yeah. Oh. It's, it's, it's almost like... Um, it, it's based on the legend of the Bell Witch. And the idea is that um, there's this girl who's been haunted by some omnipresent or whatever. And it just goes on and on and on and on. And then, you know... It turns out that the implication actually, after going through all this fucking like pretense, is that, oh, her dad is sexually abusing her. The end. And I was like, no, they literally end on that. And then you're expected to walk away. They don't explain it. They don't fucking give you a wrap up. They don't tell you what the fuck happened to the characters. It's literally, oh, her dad's abusing her. Goodbye. Thank you for your 14 fucking dollars. I'm like, no, that's that's bullshit. That's not okay. I was so fucking angry. (laughs) When I walked out of that theater, I was pissed the fuck off. I was like, no, you can't. No. You can't. No, I'm sorry. And and, and I'm so happy that that's the only time I've seen it and nobody ever talks about this movie and for good fucking reason. Okay. So you hated it. (laughs) Yes. But I will tell you this. Um, When it comes to horror movies, I hate haunting movies with the exception of The Exorcist, obviously. Well, it's a classic. But it's like every fucking year with a haunting movie. I hate it so much. I like Saw to a degree, but honestly, in my opinion, you can't beat the classics. You can't beat Friday the 13th, Halloween, or Nightmare on Elm Street. I, I, and here, here's <laughs> the other reason why I like, I like um, the, the Relic. Yeah. It is, it is con- considered science fiction horror. Right. But I don't know. It was just – it was neat. The, the creature was neat. The CGI doesn't hold up as much in 2018. I mean, it's 1997. What do you want? <laughs> it's 1997. Um, but yeah, that was just all CGI. wasn't wasn't you know all CGI when he's chasing her down with the, with when he's on flames. But but the the monster was cool. And here's here's the thing I like about it. And they hide the monster and they don't really reveal it until like 20 minutes. Like towards like to the end, like right. they don't exactly reveal the entire thing. It's always just shrouded in darkness. You don't see it. You hear it. You know. You know. You you hear it. You you see like like a swoosh by, but you don't see it. And then that's that's what I like. That's that's scary horror. That's that's something that's like, you know, if right. you don't see don't see it, you use people's imaginations and kind of play with that to. To tell the story that okay, way. Okay, so it looks kind of like a dinosaur mixed with a predator. It was fucking cool. Okay, that's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah. So that's what the whole thing... That looks like something on a Monster Hunter. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, that looks like something that you would take on with like a battle axe or... It's cool looking. It's, it's cool. And then uh, it, it, takes, um, it takes the people's growth hormones... That's like in the back, so every time it like just decapitates people and just it's it's oh, what? yeah, it's oh, crazy. What it's is crazy. Why, is that why it's so jacked up? Yeah, yeah, because it's got hormones. Oh it's shit! All, it's like all hormones and stuff, and it gets yeah. it from different creatures, and it's kind of like oh man. Um, and like I, it starts out, it starts out like them them 
like like insects and and then like them like in the excavation and they thought like they were taking all these bones and kind of putting them in a, together in a weird way. They thought this was like a paleontologist joke. Like like oh look what bones we found to this prehistoric creature and like and it turns out it was from the same fucking creature was it was this guy so it's like right. crazy you know and all the crazy. other the other the other one I really like and I it's this is a this is a one watch film I will not watch it a second time is the remake of nineteen uh, eighties remake of a thing mm. and that is classic in terms of. Just another science fiction horror uh, in terms of just the artwork that goes into these practical effects. Like, yeah. John, like Carpenter's, well, some of Carpenter's, I think it is his best work. John Carpenter's yeah, best work. Yeah, the 1982 work. remake, also known as The Thing from Another World. Um, yeah. I, you know what? I remember seeing this as a kid, but I don't remember. I got freaked the fuck out about that when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So you were yelling earlier, I know. so I turned I'm you sorry. down. But yeah, uh, I've actually never seen this as an adult. Uh, I think I need to take it. Take a watch. It's re- it's really it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. John Carpenter did did an amazing job and yeah. uh, just portraying like because it, when you're watching that movie, you f- you know how you feel like you ever watch a movie and you feel like because they do a, such a good job with like art design and, and set design, you feel. The temperature, yes, like of the, of the movie. This movie feels cold, like because it takes place in, in like the winter, but in, but it just feels it just feels cold. Like you, like I need to put on a sweater before I watch this. It's the same thing with Do the Right Thing, where where they have um like they they have that wide wide uh, crane shot that lifts up over over the the lane in um in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn, New York, in the middle of like August, it's very very hot. The uh, the you the, can feel the, the, the fire hydrant exploded open. Kids are running around playing and stuff, and like you can just mm. feel and, and and whoever did the color really did it well too because it has a little like as everything's got like almost a sepia tone right. brown, and it just feels it feels hot. It feels feel like, like summer in the nineteen nineties. Like, oh man. my gosh! It, it, I mean, yeah. the way I mean, you made me feel a temperature through a visual image. That's crazy. Speaking speaking crazy. of that, um, I you know it's funny, and and this is gonna be kind of a weird source, but I always got that feeling from Hey Arnold too. Especially like when they did like you know like summertime. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But like I just remember, and I know it's a cartoon. I know. Like we're talking about like John Carpenter. No, I know. We're talking about. I'm just saying Spike Lee. When you and then we come down to the greatest tech. Uh, to greatest. Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. Yeah, I know. But here's the thing. It's like because it's New York and it's the summertime and it's hot and like. I feel you, man, because, like, I don't know. There's something for me about the 1990s and summertime just being special. It's such a special time in my life. The summertime, just just that time of my life, man. I just, I love well, it. Well, you didn't work. You didn't work. No, you didn't work. That was um, great. You, you just had, you had all summer to do whatever man. the hell you wanted. Dude, um, I so, never, I never had that. I feel, I feel, I feel like, I mean, I never had that, like I've had that in my childhood, but like, yeah. like my adulthood, we never, we never get that. We never get that, man. I mean, I mean, it's almost kind of like why I, I kind of want to even, take even teachers have to do some prep work, right? And some, and, and they have to, to do take, end of term stuff and then, then prep work. I would love for, to take like a week long season. vacation this summer, man. And just go somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. like I tell you, cause like 
Uh, okay, here's here's. I guess we can switch this up a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about you know some of our favorite summers, growing up. Okay. Um, because I'll, honestly, I'll have you start since you opened up the, uh, okay, the cool. conversation here. So um, okay, because here's the thing: I'm sick and fucking tired of wintertime. Um, so I feel like this might kind of like get me a little more hyped up for summertime. And obviously, we still have to go through spring. But for me, spring is just like summer light, honestly, because it's like. You know, whatever. We have three months. Three months until summer. Summer. Mm. Can't wait. Um, so, growing up, um, I think I have much more fonder memories of being a kid in San Antonio when it comes to summertime. Because, I mean, I I don't know. I, I had some really good ones in Colorado. But when it comes to Colorado in summertime, it's still kind of cold up there sometimes. And um, on top of that, you know, a lot of that was more based around, like, family. And, you know, you're, you're still a kid, and you're kind of based around the house. When I was living in San Antonio, I got to go all over the freaking place. And you have to keep in mind that in the summertime, man, it got to, like, 90, 100. There was one period of time where, like, it was 110 for two weeks, day and night. It never tapered off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we had to make do. But you know what? It was still fun. Um, what I loved about living in San Antonio back in the day was during the summertime, there was always water fights going on. There were always festivals going on. And we lived right down the road from Splashtown in San Antonio. Now, if you don't know what Splashtown is, there's a good chance that you're listening here in Maryland. Um, splashing. I typed in splashing. But um, Splashtown. Oh, my God. Splashtown. Splashtown, San Antonio. So this place um, was the freaking greatest because it was right down the road from us. It was a... Um, and I think they've added some stuff, but like they got all kinds of like different rides and whatnot. They got a cabana, they got a lazy ride river, and you only had to pay so much to go in there and just hang out. And um, me and my friend Xavier used to go there all the freaking time. And uh, then once we were done, we could go downtown and like hang out, you know, on the Riverwalk. And oh my god, dude! Like you would have loved it if you had been down in San Antonio during the summertime. All the freaking smells, <laughs> just walking around because like all these chlorine, mis- not just no, not chlorine, um, like no, like a pool chlorine, like that nice pool smell. Mm. That, that summer, man, that hot, pool smell and that hot, that hot pool chlorine smell with that little bit of just kind of sizzle in the air. The smell, yeah. the smell of a sun kissed. Oh my god! And a bag of your favorite Doritos. Like mm. Corn Doritos and Sunkist mm. and the smell of pool of a of a pool, of a nearby pool, that is like quintessentially summer. Like yeah. like it's the taste, the sounds, your olfactory system is going nuts. Like that's what that's what reminds me of summer. Yeah, man. Like, um, where's the one ride that we used to go on all the freaking time? Um, like again, man, you would have loved this place. There it is. Um, so this is Starflight. And what was cool about this was, like, you went up this ladder with a, you know. So like, it's one of those tube arrangements where you start yeah. at the top and then it loops it loops down like mm-hmm. this. Okay. And this thing, like, <laughs> this thing was jet black on the inside. Because, like, nowadays there's a lot of, like, rides like this where, like, it'll start to, like, kind of balloon out into, like, a rainbow color or whatever with the lights kind of coming through the tunnel. Yeah. This was jet black. You could not see jack or shit in here. So you didn't know when you're going down that tube if someone had gone down far enough. So it was very common to bump into somebody. 
<laughs> and, and it was like... So you just get this, these feet yeah, kicking your head. Feet, just feet kicking your head, and like you just put up with it, dude. You'd either just grab on or push off. Whatever whatever worked, man. You would just do it. And like nobody cared, man. It was just ah, so much fun. And then um, and then finally, when you, when you got shooted out, you guys just got this bright light. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I only went here like once or twice. But um, when I was growing up... The main theme park that we had was Six Flags Fiesta Texas. Fiesta Texas. And the ride that I went on, the very first roller coaster I ever went on in the summertime with my mom, believe it or not, um, was called Joker's Revenge. And it was a ride. It was this crazy-ass ride where you would walk through this, like, Joker funhouse. And you would get on the ride, and the ride would go backwards. So, so you're expecting to go all down this, like, you know, facing forward. Nope. You're doing it backwards. <laughs> and my mom did not expect that. And you have to keep in mind, she hadn't ridden a roller coaster in like 10 years or something. <laughs> so she's just expecting, all right, this is going to be cool. Do, do, do. What's going on? And like, she's strapped in and like, I'm like, yeah. all right, here we go. That was my first roller coaster was I did it the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's kind of like you know it's kind of like how how yeah. I learned to drive. You 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 go in the entire neighborhood in reverse, and then yeah. now you learn how to go forward. Now the one ride, if we're talking about rides, yeah, the one ride I really loved it, it's it's jo- it's a Joker ride from Six Flags is Joker's Jinx. Oh, right this on. one in 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 Bowie, Maryland. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll, you should you should try this out sometime. So okay. By the way, uh, if you want to know what happened to this ride, it was sold off to the one in um, New Orleans, and that Six Flags has since been closed because of Katrina. So this ride is currently abandoned somewhere in New Orleans. So um, so this this thing this thing goes from it's, it has a seating position, and we had this one guy on on. The, it's called on Joker's the Jinx. Yeah, Joker's Jinx. Jinx, uh, J I J I N X. Yeah. So, so the starting hallway, you're you're sitting there in in the, in the seat, right? Uh-huh. And like it's in this, and this is the kind of this hallway thing, and he's got this guy over the loudspeaker, like we're gonna start the ride moment. You and Brian just to be a buckled in. Everybody put a bunch of things all the time on the side, and I'm just There's like, all right. So like you make sure and like, all right. So what? You got the 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 seatbelt and you got the bar. Is there a thing I left over here? No. Seatbelt and this this thing presses down yep. on your legs. Uh-huh. That is it. And you're looking forward and you're seeing this. Oh, hell no. So so Oh no. Okay. It gets even worse. So so he goes he goes Okay, I've ridden a lot of roller coasters in my life. Fuck that. No. That needs to have something coming over your shoulders because I think I think, I think they added it, but this is like like an, Oh god. No, no, they didn't. That's still still the same. Um oh, no. <laughs> so, so anyway. So he's hey, sitting, Sean, we're sitting there you're sitting there ready. We're sitting there ready to <laughs> Yeah, no, fuck that. Oh, it's it's great. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Um but that's not that's not near us. I'll I'll still go on it. Right. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a fuck though. Uh, so I'm just. No, man, we'll go to the Looney Bin together. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, ironically, it's Joker's Jinx. So, so you're sitting in there, and we're sitting there in the hallway. So he's just like, uh, we're gonna blast off about. Uh, I'm gonna count down from ten. Ten, nine, eight, seven, 
Six. And he and he presses it. Oh god! And you go from zero to sixty in and zero. So I mean, officer, zero to seventy-five in five seconds. Oh my god! So he's just like, you're just like, you're just stuck back. You're like, holy shit! I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And you're just laughing, and it's just, it's oh man, it's so much fun. That that kind of reminds me of the flight of fear in King's Dominion. Have you ever been on yeah. that? Yeah, um, that was a ride that I was not able to ride because my knees were bad and I couldn't tuck them under the the fucking bar. Yeah, um, and I hope because I kind of want to go to a theme park sometime this year for like I don't know my birthday or whatever. Uh, I, I hope I can fucking fit one, man, because I've lost some weight. Um, you need knows- to you need to lose a little bit more. I know because I know because at my at my thin at my thinnest i was struggling to get some of those seats yeah um, they're 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 made for tiny people they are um one of my favorite rides at king's dominion by the way if you don't know what the flight of fear is it's this like sci-fi themed um i think they changed the name so far since um paramount doesn't own it anymore but it was a sci-fi it's a sci-fi themed uh roller coaster that's all indoors you walk in and it looks like something out of a movie set because it looks like you know an air force base or something right it looks like a command of the air force and you go in there and there's like a ufo in there and you walk inside the ufo and then you sit down and they do much the same thing where like you know you kind of strap in and they're like all right everybody ready in three two and like they just launch you like a motherfucker from like zero to 60 in like two seconds and that is so much fun but it's a dark ride and you're always afraid to put your hands up because you don't want your fucking hands to get chopped off nice. you know what i mean um one of my other ones one of my other favorite rides that i've ever been on um is at king's dominion the volcano have you ever been on the volcano Mm-mm. you've never been on the volcano no. Dude, this is okay, this ride is so cool because you, you the queuing station is like an archaeological exploration thing where like you're looking oh, at that's dinosaur, neat. like there's dinosaur bones I'm and down. stuff. I'm down. And then you go inside the volcano and you're like dangling. They launch you um with like a with like a magnet kinda like kinda like the other rides that we were talking about. They launch your ass through a volcano over the top and then you come around and you start sailing around the volcano. And it is so much fun. Oh my gosh. Because, like, you come out and there's, like, a fireball that comes accompanying you. And then you just kind of... And it's a great ride to fly. To, it's a great ride to ride at night. When you're looking at, you know, Hershey, Pennsylvania... Uh, no, Virginia, sorry. When you're looking at all that at night. It's such a great ride. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry I'm doing this, like, but... Uh, I gotta be somewhere in more point. <laughs> I do, too. Um... So, uh, that was our talk about just a bunch of stuff that I have no idea we were going right. to go in. It was a very freeform, bully going nowhere. Yes, it is. I did enjoy it very much. We, we, on... didn't, we didn't get to the uh, Nintendo news. Basically, um, Capcom saying that Monster Hunter World's not coming out for the Switch. That's all you need to know. Uh, we'll talk about there it more go. in depth next next week. But... Um... You have any uh, likes, comments uh, to anything? Please post those uh, on our Facebook page at mm-hmm. uh, facebook.com/castwavestudios. Give us a like button, uh, share our page if you liked the content that we're putting out, uh, and uh, m- that'll be much appreciated. Also, I think you should probably maybe go on to twitter.com/castwavestudios at castwavestudios. Please tweet us. Please follow us. Mm-hmm. Um, check out that stuff there. Also, check out the couple interviews that we we have we have out there. Dallas White did one for uh, Matt with Matt Frewer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Max Headroom, if you don't don't know from the from the eighties. Also, Big Russ Thompson in uh, in uh, 
Honey, I Shrunk the, the Kids, the next door yep. neighbor with the hat. And then this guy right here actually got an interview with Timothy Zahn. Yeah, and uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that that was that was pretty that was pretty neat. Uh, he yep. it, it was it was amazing actually. I really I really enjoyed myself. Um, I also got a signed cop first printing from of Thrawn. It was it was amazing. Hold on, one, real fast. Actually, um, keep keep him keep him keep talking. So, anyways, uh, you pro- also uh, please check out um, post credit podcast that's on on there castwaystudios.com. Um, we haven't recorded an episode in a while. I know it's it's been a bit. It's been it's been a long time, but you know we'll, we'll get to one eventually. But keep we'll go through the um, backlogs. Also, yeah, check out Castwave Studios uh, <sighs> blog. Okay, it's, it's a good blog. Um, also, keep out keep an eye out for an interview that I did uh, while we were at um, while we were at Farpoint. Uh, with one LG Ransom, I actually got to do an interview with her, and uh, she gave me a copy of her book, Holland's I Hair. I don't, here, now I'll show it. I'll show it to go. the people. I know where the camera is. Now, this is a book I was uh, brought to attention of. Um, she is a giant Super Sentai and Power Rangers fan, and she um, sold this to me as a uh, story where it follows um, it follows a woman who is following in her grandfather's footsteps. Uh, as a mecha pilot, and uh, she wanted to do a series, uh, and you can watch the interview um, up on Facebook once uh, once we're off here. We'll link it in the description below. But uh, she wanted to take the concept of a Sentai or Power Rangers team and make it a little more science fictiony. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm still reading it, but so far it's been really good. And by the way, if you're watching, thank you for the free copy. I'm going to be uh, finishing it soon. It's really good. All right. Uh, also, go to castawaystudios.com slash Amazon for all your shopping needs. And I think that pretty much wraps up all for today for your Week in Geek. Yes. And um, until next time, I'm Brian Massey. And I'm Sean Holmes. And you've been Bully Going Nowhere. And Sean? Yes? Hit me with that outro. <laughs> the outro. It's yeah. right about, I think it's right about here. Boldly Going Nowhere is a Castwave Studios production. For other shows and more, visit castwavestudios.com. Oh, that sounded great.